Black and Fashion Podcast. This is episode eight. We're getting closer and closer to episode ten. Maybe we'll have like a party or something. Wait on the engineer to give me the hand, the heads up on that. Uh, okay, just checking. <laughs> All right. So this episode was supposed to be about like the effects of social media um, in the fashion industry, but I've decided to slightly switch gears this week because there was a big thing with like Prada and their little um, references to coon like characters from minstrel shows um that they wanted to put on keychains and put in their windows which is what prompted the conversation for today so we're going to talk about some of the racism that goes on in the fashion industry and also how social media is like a part of like bringing those things to life uh, we'll touch on h&m we'll touch on Juan claire so i have a special guest with me today i have bella from behind the scenes she's an amazing fashion designer from brooklyn she does women's activewear women's sportswear thanks for joining us bella hey. so <laughs> let me tell y'all a quick little story about how me and bella met <laughs> i was doing like my first fashion show in new york city i was nervous as hell and we had like our little i think those was like fit sessions we were supposed to come in and like uh, look at the models and try them on stuff so all the designers were there and i ended up meeting her that day and we started to form our own little friendship so that's my boo i've seen her drop it low on her birthday so like that's like my boo <laughs> Drop it low. Let's not talk about dropping it yeah, low. Yeah, that was like that first year. We I don't remember where we went, but you had on them little bitty shorts, and you had on the little thigh-high boots, and you was drunk as hell. I was drunk as hell, too. Oh it was a God. fun night. I can't remember where that was. I know, it's, was it? I don't know. It was, it was a club. In the city. In the city somewhere. somewhere in the city, but and I seen her drop it low, too. Okay. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about dropping it low this time. That's not what this show is about. <laughs> So, Bella, tell us a little bit more about your line and what you're working on and, you know, what's in the what's in the world of behind the scenes? Well, I'm on a little break right now because I work full time <laughs> and working full time and doing fashion full time is very hard, like yeah. very hard. I was Preach. just talking to her earlier about me <laughs> being working 10 days straight, not having a day off. Like today's my first day off and I'm not really off because I'm working. I appreciate you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. That's the only reason why I'm out of my bed right now. And it's raining. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The, weather, that. the weather sucks right now for sure. So let's dive right on in. So when you seen um, that rate, like the things from Prada, what was like your first impression? Like what it was like your first thing? Like what the hell? Like we, Oh, we could curse. Okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, this is we can talk <laughs> freely. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yes, they're they not explicit. That ass. They're not that ass. Like, and I know people still going to shop and buy those little flame Prada shoes that everybody's wearing right now. This stuff does not, people don't really care. Like, they act like they care, and then they still go and support these companies, and it's bad. This is true. I don't think that enough people are, like, awake, mm -hmm. you know, because my, also, my first thought was, how long was that shit sitting in the window before somebody said something? Because like true. it's like, how long has that been there? Like that was my first, my that first thing. I'm like, true. so it just took one person walking past and taking a picture. Like what the hell? But like, how many people have walked past that? And also, don't a black people work there? I'm just confused. Like I was just like, <laughs> the first thing I thought, I'm like, how did it even get to the window without nobody saying nothing? So it just made me think, like, is there any black people even working? In Prada, nobody seen nothing. Nobody called it out. So it just makes me wonder, like, like what's 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 really happening? 
who knows? But that is true. Like, I've been to com- a couple of these stores. Black people work there. So you're telling me you're going to work and you're just like, oh, that's a cute keychain. Like, really, though? And like, I'm pretty sure it's selling. Because right. if it wasn't selling, it wouldn't be in the window. True. But that, it's, it's like, are you? Are they, like, afraid to, like, say something because they think they're going to lose their job or something like that? Like, you know, you could have a whole lawsuit if you, like, had that even be the case in the first place. But I'm really, like, I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> I have never been so confused in my life, and this is the same way I felt about the whole H and M thing, like with the the oh, little boy with the, the monkey, monkey on his shirt. Because mm-hmm. it's like now I know goddamn well it's a whole bunch of black people that work for H and M. Y'all mean to tell me that it got past everybody, like the people who work on the graphic art, people who work on the photography side, the people that's doing the merchandise, and the people that's doing the website. Like, how is it even getting to this place where somebody can screenshot it or take a picture of it, and then it gets to social media, it goes viral, and then you want to apologize where... After the fact. After the fact, because now everybody's saying something, but if nobody would have said nothing and social media wasn't as powerful as it is, then they would still be doing it. So you're not really sorry because you would have thought about it beforehand, before you went viral. So that's that why I'm like, so where is the diversi- like diversification like within the companies that somebody is not calling it out? And nobody has apologized yet about the whole... The H&M thing? No, Prada. They, I mean, they they stopped selling them. They said that they didn't because I was looking at an article on like the Washington Post and then I saw another article, um, I think it was like fast fashion like that. So now they're not selling them anymore, but... You were, and no one caught it. So I'm just trying to, I guess, get, like, more clarity on how those things even happen. I know you work in, like, a retail, like, yeah. atmosphere and stuff like that. Like, have you ever experienced anything that you felt, like, was really, like, racial and you either kept your mouth closed or you, like, spoke up about it? Like, have you ever had, like, a situation like that? I'm trying to think. Well, I'm a part of the buying team at my job as well, and we mm-hmm. went to um, a Nike showroom, mm-hmm. and they had, like, little girls' T-shirts, but it had, like, black slogans on it it was like you glow girl and like stuff like that and my boss was like i'm not buying that right he's black he's like i'm not buying that like they're trying to be culture vultures right now and it's not cool Mm, culture vultures i feel like that's starting (laughs) to happen a lot i think that i forgot somebody i think it was mark jacobs he had uh white models with uh dreads like fake dreads coming down the runway and i was just like (laughs) like i had to like scratch my head a little bit i'm like what is going on like I don't feel like African-American culture should be, like, a trend, and that's kind of, like, what it, what's happening. Like, it's a whole trend. But back to Prada real quick. Y'all didn't notice that it was a monkey with, like, red, big red, red lips. lips. It had the big old eyes. It it looked just like Gollywog, and it just goes to show that people don't even know. I mean, granted, it's an Italian company, so they may not know American history, let alone African-American mm, history. That's true. But. Somebody on their design team has Somebody. To be and then you should look around. something. But that also needs to be a position. I think some companies have that. Like, they have, like, a diversification coordinator or something like mm. that. Like, they hire people to make sure that they're not. Because they're not just African-American cultures that are, you know, getting, you know, racist things. But even, like, Asian cultures and yeah. stuff like that. There are a lot of different cultures that um, experience racism from different fashion brands. And I just want people to be, like, more woke and, like, actually understand like by buying into some of these things like they they really need to feel it not just with an apology like but you need to hit them where it hurts like i'm sorry apology or not i can never buy anything from prada right just and because you did you, it. right 
you were not aware of what you were doing and you should have been. Mm -hmm. You are a multi-billion dollar company. You can hire whoever you want. You can look, you know what I mean? (laughs) Google. Like, exactly. (laughs) You have so much power and you have, like, uh, offices in all these different countries and you have mm-hmm. all this power and then you don't go that extra mile to just find out like, anytime let me make sure this is okay to produce right and where did the inspiration come from you had to have seen it somewhere or something like it a somewhere cartoon. a cartoon like you had to have seen it to even under to even make that like you just made that up off the top of your head uh-huh. like somebody in there did that no you saw something similar to it somewhere mm-hmm. which is where you grabbed the inspiration from so i was I don't even know what to say about these people. Like it's 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 mind it's like mind boggling to me. Did you um happen to read that art that black and fashion article? Um, it was like oh my god, it probably was like a good ten pages of just like all these different industry experts that spoke about like their experiences in the industry. Um, and they was talking about they wouldn't name names, and some of them was leaving like anonymous stuff, just like a things that like they've like been through that. It, Stuff that was literally happening like within the past year. And, I think like, I've seen some of them, like some of the excerpts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you feel like some of the challenges that are that you face being African American in the industry? A lot, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot. And then we're women, so right. that makes it even worse for us. Like, especially with social media, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. I don't really use social media to promote my business at all. Mm-hmm. The following is hard, and it's easier to do word word of mouth. But how do you? How successful can you really get off doing word of mouth? Like you'll only that's, end up being like a local designer opposed that's to going true. like mainstream. Like a couple of my things I've gotten through social media because I had a couple of like customers from like Philly and California. Mm-hmm. But that was through social media. But that's from my personal page and not my business page, which gotcha. is kind of hard. It's hard to like keep them Separate. both at a flow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you give more energy to your uh, business page or more energy to your my personal, personal page? page? Okay. Definitely my personal page, cause it's like I try to. At first, I only had one page, and then it was everybody kept telling me, "Oh, make a business page, make a business page." Mm-hmm. I have more followers on my personal page, and it's like I even if I promote it, they still don't go follow it. Right, which I is kind of weird. I think that with the personal pages versus like the business page, you'll you you'll have to really cater to your market when promoting your business page mm-hmm. so your personal page is like you know people that you went to high school with you went to college with people you grew up with like yeah they should be on your personal page but when it comes to like your business page it you do need to like pull in like who your target customer is and that just kind of goes with like doing like your market research for like what you're selling and what you want to promote um and then like you follow those type of brands or you follow those type of people those like people that you feel like are your target market so and if you're not doing the work which my business page is flat it ain't got nothing on it like and I should I, sh- I plan on it though I do plan on doing like the market research and really ta- like reach out to people because my personal page and the people that follow me are not my clientele that's true like they are like like I said like my friends they are you know people from high school and all the different walks of life that I've most likely encountered but they not my customer because I want my customer to spend a certain amount and I know that some of the people that follow me they wouldn't you know yeah, I had a situation like that. I made bathing suits for mm-hmm. my friend and all of her friends to go on a trip for her birthday. It was maybe 20 of them. Mm-hmm. She told everybody $35. I said, how are you giving prices for me? Like, right. <laughs> Deadass? I'm so serious. And I was just like. Did you do? Wait, did you do it? Or did you like readjust? Wait, they bought the fabric themselves? Or? They bought the fabrics themselves. But it was like. The labor behind it to make 20 swimsuits for $35. And I work full time. 
10 wow. hours a day. So how did so, you, Yeah. Uh, tell me how that situation worked out. <laughs> I was just like, I couldn't even speak to her about it because I know my attitude and I know how I come off towards people. So mm-hmm. I spoke to my mother. My mother was like, you need to talk to her about that. You need to nip that in the butt right now. And right. I'm like, I don't know what, what to, to say. say. Right. Like, this is my friend that I've been friends with since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you yeah, yeah 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 she's like no i don't care you need to you want me to say something i'm like no no i can't have my own business <laughs> mom, got mom they got that natural reaction to just she's like to you want me to say something you. about it yeah they just how she gonna tell people i'm like ma it's all right it's so you okay. just did it i did it for her out of like out of love yeah yeah i get that i, I just like i said like, i don't think again. that our friends necessarily are like our best customers i had a situation i ain't gonna say it was a situation like i Okay, so two things. So I made the dresses for my friend's uh, wedding. I made our bridal, what is it? Bridesmaid's dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I only charged uh, each one of my friends $100. So everybody in the wedding party was my friend for the most part. I charged them $100 um, for the dresses. Now, the dress design was very complicated. It was like a draped kind of thing. So it was, And no one lived in New York. So it was very difficult for me to make these gowns. Like, so, like, I had a fitting with them, and it, still, it just still was, like, a tough thing to do because because it was draped, the body, it formed different. Like, it had, like, a one shoulder. It had, like, a twist at the at the side and stuff like that. So I, I ended up not finishing, like, a lot of the dresses until, like, almost, like, the day before the wedding because I was still, like, putting it on them, and things just were not flowing. It was a silk fabric, so it was, like, really – um, like slippery and stuff like that. So I, it just was really hard for me or whatever. And everybody's so, body is not and the Everybody's same. body was exactly, di- was like completely different. So um, I feel like even to this day, and it kind of, I ain't going to say it upsets me, but it irritates the hell out of me because like we'll bring it up. And it was like, ooh, them dresses was fucked up because they were. They were like falling apart like, at the wedding. Like they um, they legit looked like we had on like togas because of like all the draping and stuff like that. So it was a joke. Like, so now, I mean, I laughed at about it, you know, a couple of times like that. But like now I don't want to laugh about it no more. It's not funny to me anymore. Like, yeah, it was something that I did. I did not do the best at it. You know, I definitely would say that I bit off more than I can chew and that the design just was hard in general to do with someone like people that you don't have. But it's like, my friends still sometimes think that shit is funny. And um, I've even it's even been said around um, other people. I remember I got an introduction to one of my her auntie's friends or something like that. And then she's like, oh, yeah. Her auntie was like, yeah, Lenise makes dresses. And my friend was like, Lenise don't make no dresses. And I was just like, I do make dresses. Like, But it's like because that of what happened bag, that, yeah. you know, with that batch, it's just like now it's like a forever joke. It's like that's my livelihood. Mm-hmm. That's my business. Like that's who I am as a designer. And like, yeah, we messed those up. But also let's go back to what really happened. We were supposed to buy those dresses, which she had actually picked out months ahead of time. Nobody had no damn money to buy the dresses. So we missed the cutoff time to even get the dresses on time, which is why I offered to do it in the first place. Had anybody had some money, right. we would have had to like get you know get the regular dresses. But it's like, y'all want to joke, joke about my business? Let's joke about how broke everybody was. <laughs> like y'all was so broke that y'all could not afford the dresses, which is why I ended up making the dresses mm-hmm. in the first place. And I only charged y'all $100. You know how much work it was to get into that? And that was not even the cost of the fabric, the mat- like the thread, like all the stuff that went into it. And it still was my time. So at this point, to me, it's not a joke no more. Like, and I don't want to hear that shit no mm-hmm. more. Like, it is what it is, though. So. I don't like I 
don't think their friends like friendship and like business and stuff like that really work that well together like so and then they always want a discount or they just want or they want you to do some stupid shit oh can you can you make this for me or they'll send you a picture something that's like completely the opposite of like what you do like this is who i am as a designer that's not what i do and then i cannot stand copying people work either so Mm -hmm. you know never turned out like the picture anyway it's never the same so I feel like the adversities are already against us as African-American women, and especially with the industry, they don't want to let us in. Like, they really is, like, on like on the pushback of us. The one thing that we do need to have is support from, like, the people around us, yes. which I feel like we lack often, you know. Or they won't – they'll spend how much on Gucci and Prada and, and all this other bullshit, but – don't want to um <laughs> support their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. I had a situation like that at work. My coworker, he mm-hmm. has like a little urban brand. He's like, oh, I know you sold. Da, da, da. I need you to sew these patches on for me. And he's like, oh, how much per patch? I'm like, right. you have 25 hats, $100. That's too much. Excuse me? <laughs> I was like, okay. Enjoy. Have a nice day. Right. Who he's like? Who are you to tell me that you're worth this much money? Who are you to tell me I'm not worth that much money? Mm-hmm. And I and I'm and I'm being generous because you're my coworker. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we find ourselves like almost selling ourselves short of even like having to take a step back because I had to take a break too. Like you know what? Ooh, these customers, these people, they getting on my nerve. You know. And I've get- had times where I make something for somebody and they don't come pick it up, mm-hmm. or I'm waiting around for them. Oh, no, you ain't. I'm yeah. keeping it. I'm telling it to somebody else now. I have, like, a on my contract, like, if you don't pick it up within 10 days, like, <laughs> just like at the cleaners, like, we going to sell it to somebody else. So y'all got to stop with the buffoon. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, I make them pay, you know, 50 up front, then another, like, 25% when they come for a fitting. So you, you got, getting majority. So I got yeah. majority of the money mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So if you are not going to come pick it up, it's really on you because you're not getting a refund. Like, and it's just, and I hate to be like that, you know, in business. And then they feel some type of way. And then there's, like I said, it's also a lot of, oh, that is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I should know to have my phone on silent too. There probably was a bill collector. I ain't got it anyway. So <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Don't call me on Sunday. I'm relaxing. If I didn't it's have them, right? If I, I didn't have the money. money last like, on Wednesday or on Thursday when you call me, don't call me on Sunday. It's not gonna make me have the money. Like, why you at work? Right, like it, on Sunday, relax. Don't don't do that. I didn't get tricked a few times on that. Like right. I pick and up they, the phone and, and like this is a, a three four yes. seven. Yeah, like oh this seven. is a this is a tip to collect a debt. I'd be like bow, click bye, done. <laughs> that is funny. All right. So, what do you feel like um, are some, like, people you see on, like, social media that are, like, African-American designers that you feel like really, really do it well? Um, And what are some that you feel like don't do it well? (coughs) You have anybody in particular? I'm I'm trying to find her Instagram right now. Go right ahead, girl. And what do you feel about, like, actually mixing the two? Like, I don't particularly care for... Um, people who put like is there one designer I, I cannot think of her name right now they use they use they put up like a lot of like profanity and like memes and stuff like that like on their business page but yeah, I just think it's like I, hate I cannot that. like, stand, like I this cannot is not your personal that. page like right for the memes like I can understand maybe a fashion one or right. like but that makes sense but if it's not that then fashion I don't, related don't post it I don't like that like I don't like that at all <sighs> what is her I can't it doesn't think really of it good. But she's popular. It's it's like the urban 
these pink lips. Yes. She is good. She says, but she's then, Philly. Yes. And then you seen how Burberry copied mm. <laughs> her idea and yep. did the whole Burberry London mm. all over. I'm like. And she's in Bergdorf. Yes. She got, she had, I want to say it was like last summer, they bought that coat that Cardi B had on with all the writing mm-hmm. on it, and she was in the window at Bergdorf, and I was just like, I had a pro- I don't even know like her. That was your, that was and I sister, was just like, like it's hey, a sis? black woman yes. in the window at Bergdorf Goodman, and she was, and that's just her art, like her being herself. Like I feel like she didn't conform, she didn't do anything. And the, oh, I think the whole damn coat say pussy something. Mm-hmm. It say I forget what it said, but it say um, pussy over war. Pussy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, pussy, pussy over war. And I think she is amazing at it, and she only posts things that are like on her brand. Mm-hmm. But then there's other designers. I'm trying to think of somebody that I just cannot stand. I don't think I have nobody that I can't stand. It just, they kind of irritate me a little bit, but I can't think of nobody off the top. It's a couple people. We have a little group message of black designers. It's quite a few of us in there, and some of them do that too. I ain't going to name no names because <laughs> I don't want to put y'all on blast like that, but cease and assist. Like, just don't do it. Like, it's it's too unprofessional. It doesn't work. And then mostly everybody has, like, a personal page and a business page, so know when to filter. And even with your personal page, you still should be some type of representation of your brand. Oh, wait. Well, how do you feel about that? Because I feel like you, even with on your personal page, you should still keep in mind that you do have a brand, yes. that you are the face of your brand. Yes, this is so true. So sometimes I, yeah. I could do what? better. You could do better sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I try not to post anything too raunchy on my right. page. I'll do it in my story. Like, I'll yes, have, like, a raunchy. Story, yeah, because that, I'll have that a raunchy story. in yeah. 24 hours. But my personal page, like, the actual post. Like, the content. Yes. No. No yeah. raunchy. No raunchy. She said, no raunchy. No raunchy. And, and my family follows me on social media, so. True. <laughs> These little kids be on Instagram and all of that. I don't need them seeing me like that. What are your thoughts of like retailers copying like from small designers? You know, Fashion Nova, stop. <laughs> Fashion Nova is like the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. that, it's like, but how do you how do you stop? That? You can't. You, right, true. You can't. There's no like you can't patent like a design, and you can't like have a trademark on like certain colors and stuff like that. So it really is not a lot of things that mm-hmm. I feel like protect us that much. Um, well really protect us at all to even you know say that this is our design this is like one specific design that you're doing like even the fashion over cardi b collection Mm -hmm. one of her pieces um ashanti's little sister had made something like that prior to her the cardi b collection coming out okay oh her little sister's a designer yes um what is i can't think of what's her her name i think it's dime piece dime something Mm mm-hmm so, what do you think about like some of these Instagram boutiques and scams? I just mm, I've been scammed before. You have yes. what? Call them out. Who are they? <laughs> it's I think it's Pink Pebble Shops. Yes, that's what it's called. I will never forget that. I paid three fifty four. Uh, it was like a the trend where it was the bomber jacket and then mm-hmm. it turned into a skirt at the bottom, but you could take the skirt off. Uh huh. Three fifty. Okay. It took them three weeks to ship it out. Oh wow. When I got it, it was not the material. I'm a big girl. Right. My little sister is 15. Mm-hmm. The jacket fit her and it did not fit me. Wow. $350? Yes. Did they have reviews and was, stuff on the page? Yes. And okay. celebrities wearing it, Yandy, this person, that person. So I'm like, okay, they're legit. That's the, I'm scared of that too. I got the jacket, Lanise. When I say I looked at it and I put it back in the plastic because I'm like, this is not what I ordered. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't look any, like the material was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the material of a bomber jacket. Right. This was like satin. 
whatever she sent me was like a satin jacket. It was like dark green. It wasn't even like an army green. It was a satin jacket. It fit mm. my 15-year-old sister, who's probably like 100 pounds. And you ordered it like, oh, God. And I ordered it in like a 2X to make sure. And it was still too small. Ooh, girl. Okay. Then I'm emailing, I DM'd, comments, everything. No response. Interesting. So I had to go through PayPal to get my money back, basically. Oh, they weren't even going to do it. Oh, because they don't. Mm-mm. When I say I was so pissed that's off. That's another thing I think as far as, was it, do you know if it was a black-owned business? Yes, I it believe was, it, it is. It was a black-owned business? I think they're based in D.C. Okay. That's my only fear, too, that, like, um, I I just, I want to support African-American women businesses so bad, like, so bad. But then, like, when the customer service is not up to par, it makes me, it's like, it doesn't make me want to take a step back, but it's just like, it almost want to be like, do y'all need a whole lesson on operations? Like, do y'all do, like, do you guys need to go work in a retail atmosphere? Because some people don't even work in the industry at all. Mm -hmm. They'll go straight into, like, owning their own business, and then they got all these kinks that they end up having to work out. Whereas if you just would have just took, girl, you could take a job for a week. A week, and you could learn a whole bunch of stuff. You don't even got to work there. Like, but, like, really learn, like, the ins and outs of, like, being a retailer. It's not black-owned? No, it is. They're based in New York, so that's even worse. Oh, so they was right here, and they couldn't even get, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. no, that's not good. I seen like the and then they they buy the Instagram like sponsorship ads so it's like they always being sponsored and they're always like coming down your timeline. So when I'm scrolling, I'm I'm sometimes thinking then like they full on legit. One time I click on the coat and I'm you know on one of the most sponsored ads, but the price of the coat just wasn't matching up. I'm like this shit, this this like a fake one? Like this they like actually making this shit in China or something like that? Like it just didn't even make sense. And I'm just like make sure like when you guys are like sh- shopping. Whether it be for a black-owned businesses or anything that you see, like, scrolling down, like, a social media post, that you reading all the reviews and getting all the facts up front. Because don't get scammed out of your money. Cause That's how I feel about these hair companies. Oh, girl. Everybody's what? up. Everybody's up. <laughs> I was just going to stick to wearing my damn natural hair because the type of shit that I see up there, I only deal with one girl, and I was dealing with her before she even had a website in Chicago, and I still only get my hair from her. Besides, I bought some natural clip-ins that I got from Better Length, and it came actually real fast, but I thought it was like, I guess they're like the middleman. Like, they make the website, and they make all of, like, the marketing stuff like that. But the shipment came from China because I read the label. So I'm like, oh. DHL box. It was a DHL box. And then it, it says Zhang Jing Jing something, like, <laughs> on there. <laughs> Some shit I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> but I looked at it, and I was just like, but I thought it was black. Oh, but I guess they are, like, the they're the vendor over in China. Mm-hmm. Then you got, like, uh someone running it. Like, how, I guess, like, how they said, like, Mary Kay products and, yes, like, all that yes, other yes, stuff. Yes, but yes. It, when I seen it, it said Zing 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 or something, I was just like, oh, okay, that's what's happening here. It was still good, though. It was, like, you know, okay, quality. I don't have a problem with it. But I don't feel as if I'm really supporting the black-owned businesses because of where they're getting it from, I guess. I don't know if that's fair, though. That's true. I don't know if that's really fair because, like, you're really not creating. I guess it's because they're not creating the product. Yes. And that's how I feel. I just feel like I want to support businesses that are creating the product. Like, but taking the time out to actually do it themselves exactly i think that's what for me that's like what i want to see um like more often yeah and i'm not i'm not seeing that shit at all (laughs) like there's this one girl on instagram that i Mm -hmm. follow and she has i guess you would say like a fur line ish Mm kind of i want to support her but i know she's not you're not making these coats yeah she might. You think she's designing them? Or you think she no, got them wholesale? No, she's not designing them. She's not either, designing them either. I've seen this the design before. Okay, 
Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm doing an outerwear line soon, but I'm gonna be designing everything. I might not be sewing everything, but I'm definitely the gonna be designing. Will, yeah, but she's not creating the sample. At True. All. She's just like googling. Yeah. Like, I like this coat. <laughs> and doing it. Yeah. What are you? What's your? What do you? What's your go-to? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Snapchat? Pinterest? Like, what do you feel that you have like the most? Like that you were able to utilize the most? Instagram. Instagram is the most. Yeah. Definitely Instagram. And would you say that you, you kind of said it, but you said it's like more and more than that. Do you feel like you've gotten way more sales and revenue from Instagram than you have gotten from Facebook? Yeah. Or any of the other ones? Yeah. yeah definitely Instagram over the, the other sites. I don't really use Facebook like that. I am in a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. But. You know, do you ever even look at the content <laughs> that's going on? Probably not. No. <laughs> I, I just see it in my email. Okay. Like, so yeah, somebody you don't made really a post. use it. Yeah, you don't yeah. use it at all. <laughs> With that being <laughs> I used to use it yeah, a we, while back. Right. Instagram wasn't Any, there. But Instagram is popping for a good 10 years yeah, now. And it I've has it. evolved. It has. Because I think I got Instagram when I was like 21, like when I got my first iPhone. And then they have IG Live now. So yeah. You can... They knock Vine out of business. Like, damn, they knock Snapchat out yeah. of business. Because I don't use Snapchat the way I used to yep. do I could just use Instagram. For everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Soon, YouTube. What? YouTube what? IGTV. True. What do I need to go on YouTube for? I and IG. IG oh, excuse me. <clears throat> IGTV has no commercials. Really? No. No commercials. To I interrupt your video. I don't utilize IGTV. I guess I should. I feel like that it could be, like, with as far as, like, your business, like, it could really, really pull different things. Because, like, I wanted to do, like, a channel where, like, I would show different, like, sewing steps and like pattern making and stuff like that and that i could do it work. on like igtv mm-hmm. opposed to like doing it on youtube so the social media wave is just crazy do One you feel thing like i hate sorry to cut you off go ahead business pages that are private how am i gonna that's i don't get that i don't get that either but if i guess it's like if you have a lot I don't know if this is like some New York shit. Y'all could tell me about now, but I just feel like people in, I don't know, I'm asking. This might be some New York shit, but I just feel like in New York, I always see people like, well, yeah, I don't do this, I don't do that because motherfuckers be hating and people be hating on me and I don't do this. And I'm like, who is all these haters? Like, <laughs> people don't want to see you win. I'm like, who are the people that don't want to see you win? That is, that is true, though. Like, and like, that's the part I don't get. I'm always just like, I don't think you got as many ha- What do you do? I don't think you got as many haters as that you think that you have, but they don't post or they keep their pages private or they do this because of all these artificial fucking haters. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like I'm pretty sure that I got some people who can't stand my black ass. But they're still gonna follow. They're still gonna. They're I gonna girl, still I, like girl, child. I got people that hate my guts. They be dead ass on my story every day, every day, and it's so fucking weird to me. Like, it's so weird. And I'm just like, you don't follow me, but you watch everything that I do. A hater might be your biggest supporter, in all honesty, because they're going to spread the word faster than anybody else because they hate you so much. Like, oh, look at what this person is doing. Look at what that person is doing. Oh, thanks. But it's like, what's the point? I don't, I, I don't understand it. I mean, but like, I just think it's some New York shit on the artificial. Cause I don't think I really, I do like y'all don't really have no haters. Like, and it's like, especially when you be like promoting a business and you promote like a brand and stuff like that. Like you do need to have your page open. That's why my stuff is open. Like I don't mind people watching me. Mm-hmm. If you can hate me, you can dislike me. I don't give a damn, but your ass going to watch. You still watching my every move though. 
my every move. And you don't even have to, and I think it's I think it's so funny. Like you don't even follow me and you watch my every move. So <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Right, thanks. Like I'm glad that I am but but my page, like regardless of whether I'm posting something about designer or anything like that, I post like a lot of motivational things and like yeah. inspiring yeah. things. So I do try to keep that content, whether it be something about teaching or something about like self care or something about cooking. So I get it. I'm popping, so I see why you, like, want to watch me, but it's like, girl, you know you don't like me. Right. You know you don't like me. Well, they secretly want to be a friend. They don't want to be my friend. You don't really want to be. If you have ever had a problem with me or a beef with me, you do not want to be my friend. You just want to keep watching me because you're just hoping down in. I don't, maybe, maybe I don't have an artificial hater. Maybe I have a real one, like, just hoping that I lose. But I just don't think like that. Like, I don't think about someone hating on me. I don't think like that. Like, that's not, like, my mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's haters out here in the world. No, not really. They, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But my mother, she's like, you know, if you ain't got ten haters, you, you're doing something wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> you definitely ain't got no haters, G. Like, you old. Like, not even, like, old like that. But my mama's always like, yeah, you make sure you got them haters. And I'm just like, mama, but who hate you? <laughs> Everybody loves you, mom. Right. I'm like, who hates you? You ain't got, like, no real. I think she got, like, one, maybe, like, one hater that I think is, like. From uh, back in the day. <laughs> from back in the day. Or I think it was, like, my sister's, my sister's ex-husband's <laughs> mama. Oh, yeah. She can't stand that bitch. <laughs> she cannot stand her. And she was like, yeah, she just broke up with her boyfriend. And I'm about to introduce him to one of my friends. <laughs> I was like, you can't. That's a real, that's a real beef. She's like, yeah. He, like, she, like. He, he liked the skating stuff. You know, we'd be out there. We'd be hitting the floor. <laughs> I'm introducing one of my friends who can hit the floor. <laughs> I was just like, you are petty. Petty wop. <laughs> See, it's always, it's just one. It's always not one. Ten. But it's not, not like ten. multiple people that don't like you. Like, it was like people who like me in high school. But fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> well, we have got, we start talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. But that's how this goes. Like, with the Black and Fashion Podcast. Like, we, we talk about little things that go on in life. You know, we talked about, like, some of the racial things and stuff. Um, talked about social media. So. And haters. And haters and all type of shit. It, it just is what it is. It's life. But I do want to, like, close out by saying that I just really want people to be more woke. You know, like, I think. And supportive. And supportive. Like, woke and being supportive is, like, two big things. Like, where it comes to, like, really, really supporting African-American designers and African-American businesses. And also, like, um, when it comes to even, like, supporting your friends. And also, just being woke. Like, Prada wasn't the first company to fuck up and do some shit. Montclair has done it. H&M has done it. Mark Jacobs have done it. And then, like, really, really being aware. Because as soon as that thing blew down with that little boy, people was right back at at H&M. And you really do got – I mean, it's not like it's going to really hurt them because they're a multimillion-dollar company, but stand for something. And that's one thing my mother always told me. If you don't don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Like, stand – have some type of belief, so be aware, especially as an African-American. We didn't already been through the oppression. These motherfuckers trying to bring the shit back up. Like, we didn't already been through it. We didn't was already turned into natural slaves and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So – like, let that just be something that awakes to you, something that, you know, awakes in you. You're like, you know what? I cannot support this. Like, I cannot be a part of this at all. And I I, I don't know. I think, like, it's, it makes you feel good on the inside. Like, like yes, yeah, I, I did I, something. I did something. Right. <laughs> but that's that matters, though. Yeah, like, you being able to step back and be like, that ain't something I rock with. Like, 
and even with African American businesses too. Like it can happen because I know what happened with your cousin and stuff like that. I don't explore. I don't uh, support HH no more, Me and I would either. never go there again. again. Right. right. I, I would never go there again because of the way that they treated her. And I read the emails, and I was like, oh, okay, that's how they feel, and that's an African American business. And I hate that. And she's a woman. And she's a woman, and it's like, yes. did y'all really do that? <laughs> like, is that how y'all feel? Like, African American businesses, please. <laughs> Please be on top when it comes to your operational stuff. That shit can break your business down, mm-hmm. and you can get sued multiple times as well. <laughs> and please don't act business. and like and don't let's not do like what's that racism within a race and stuff like because yes. that shit does happen yes, and stuff. A lot. Let's let's eliminate all Send of that. Send the ladder back down. Please do. You got anything you want to add, Bella? How people can find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at behind the scenes. The S is a Z underscore. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'll make sure I put that in the show notes as well. Um, what else? And Anything you're working on right now? Anything coming out next year that you're planning for? I'm, I'm really on a break right now. Like, I'm trying to get my life together. Understood. And I need my own sewing space. Like, I feel that. Take your time. Yes. <laughs> it will come. Yeah. It will come. Take your time. It'll it'll all come and then and fall into place in the right way. Absolutely, there's no rush. There's no rush. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Black and Fashion Podcast. We'll see you next time. You guys can keep up with me via all social media channels. My handle is Lenise Collier. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, you name it. You can also check out my brand um, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram under Collier Bateen. Please feel free to send me messages, write comments, give me your feedback. I would love to hear from you guys. And once again, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Have a good one. Black. What you looking at? My skin is 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 black. What you looking at?